You are listening to the Simpsons Watch Along Podcast. I'm your host, The Peace Machine. Alongside me is my co-host, Dabble Dab. What's going on, buddy? You're getting better. You're getting better every time. Not much, man. Just uh, excited. This is a episode that I like. Uh, Bart Carney we're going to watch today because it has the voice of Jim Varney, who we both grew up uh, watching the Ernest stuff and loving it. So I'm excited to watch this one. Yes, absolutely. We talked a lot about Jim Varney on our last episode. And today we've got a guest on our show who selected this episode, actually. It, it is the yoga monster himself, Mike Seidel. What's up, man? Namaste. <laughs> Not a whole lot. Uh, I'm real happy to be here. And thanks for letting me uh, letting me select this episode. It really is. It's got to be like top five of all time for this uh, for this show. Give it, give me your give me your top two or three. I gotta go with uh, I, you know I would even put this in the top three just because it's so you know it had like so the early like other top two or three maybe um, the monorail episode or the episode where they legalize gambling like those are both great and there's like this uh, like this biting social commentary in both of those a lot about like small town mentality and that sort of thing uh, and they they just like. The, the gags just keep coming and keep coming for bullet for all those episodes and the the gags kind of build on each other in those uh, real real clever writing so this episode has like the same cleverness uh, the same kind of gags that kind of build on each other but like pretty much none of the social commentary just uh, I mean unless you count social commentary as uh, making a big dig at, at the uh, at the at the carnival scene. <laughs> right, right. Taking taking a shot at those those highbrow bastards, you know. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sure. Down at- I'm sure neither of you have been referred to as a carny uh, in your line of work, right? <laughs> <laughs> We're borderline carnies as professional wrestlers. You know, it, it's there is a lot of that mystique of like, oh, is it real? Is it fake? I mean, not anymore so much. I mean, I don't know if you think like carnivals are fake, but I mean, the games can be certainly worked. But I don't know. Yeah. So yeah, gonna, I, you know, when I when I watched this episode, I really think like when I was a kid going to carnivals like uh, in suburban St. Louis or whatever, they would come around like once once a year. And uh, the the individuals portrayed in this episode very closely remind me of the individuals I met who were uh, running and operating the carnival rides as, as a kid. So I think it's 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 very spot on. Absolutely, absolutely. So we're going to watch that episode right now. Then afterwards, we're going to grade it and put it in our list and see where it stacks up here officially. So if you're all queued up and ready to go, we're all going to press play in three, two, one. Press play now. All right. See what we got here. Oh, we got the short, short song. Everybody good? It's loading up. Yeah, here we go. I'm probably maybe two seconds behind you, so okay. you might laugh before I do sometimes. Okay. Peach, why don't you just pause for two seconds? I'll do the same. All right. Three, two, one, pause. One, two, okay. play. There we go. I'm right uh, back from the commercial. Yeah. Perfect. Me too. Santa's little helper looks like it needs to eat a little bit. It's got some ribs showing there. <laughs> Ribsy. 
And I had I had some interesting information on this one. Uh, Mike, you were talking, this is one of your favorites. There's a website I used to go to all the time in the early 2000s. Uh, it was nohomers.net. They're pretty harsh critics. And in 2003, they actually had this as number 50 on their all-time worst episodes, which they have a lot of episodes on there I disagree with. Some of my favorites are actually like the top 10 there. But what's interesting is they update that list every couple years. And this episode gained in popularity the further. So time has been kind to this episode. And uh, I really like it. Yeah, you know, I can't I can't worry too much about what other people or critics think. I, it, there is a point where you can overanalyze a, uh, a, a TV show. I, oh, yeah. This is just hilarious, top to bottom. I Bart, hey, Bart sitting upside down on the chair, just uh, one of those lazy summer days. You know, we all did the same thing as a kid. Right, lay upside down on the couch, demand your allowance, have your mom put put you in overalls and kick your ass outside to go pull weeds. <laughs> the chop off my hands gimmick here is so funny. <laughs> it makes perfect perfect kid logic. <laughs> I always like it when Lisa is just as dumb as Bart. You know, who would chop off my hands? Work was hard, so we quit. <laughs> <laughs> what don't you understand, Mom? I, I also like the ding, 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 ding we talked over, but yeah. Well, they'll, they'll bring it back, if I recall accurately. Uh-huh. Oh, the carnival's in town. We used to go once once a year to the Webster Groves Carnival. Uh, yeah, we went I to would, ball, the ball one. Yeah, probably the same carnival. <laughs> yeah, I love that. They used to set up the carnival at the mall here in Knoxville. And it was like, you couldn't have ever paid me to get on those rides. <laughs> the dinkiest looking roller coaster set up in the Knoxville Center Mall parking lot. Oh, you pussy. I would just try and I would get on the scariest, most dangerous ride and just try and wreck it and be like, oh, fall off. I don't care. We would uh, we would sit on the roller coaster. You know, the the bar comes down over your knees. We would put our (laughs) knees up so that the bar wouldn't come down all the way and then try to stand up as we're going down. We didn't have the bar to hit us in the teeth, though. I think that's pretty accurate. I went to Bush Gardens and there was a roller coaster there and you know the little harness thing comes down from the top well I was messing around with it and mine locked in the up position when everyone else's came down and like they're getting ready to like roll they're pulling the levers and stuff I started just freaking out I was just going to jump off back onto the platform and at the last second they like stopped and they're like whoa 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 refers to them as rat-like in appearance. He's not wrong. Hey, Mike, do you, rem- What's do you remember these, the stand-up Screaming Eagle? Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I stood up on the Screaming Eagle. I wasn't supposed to. <laughs> no, but, but there no, was like a stand-up version of it. That sounds oh. amazing. Uh, yeah. I got on it when they, they had it going backwards, so you would ride it backwards. Maybe that's Pretty what I'm thinking of. They had one at Six Flags in Atlanta that you stood up on. Can't remember what it was called though. It's again, again, a pretty accurate portrayal of uh, of carnivals here. If you've ever been to a 
to a house of horrors at a carnival. This is about <laughs> accurate. Do you all remember those like 3D rides where you'd get in this little box and it would jostle around and yeah. screen in the front? Oh, yeah. Me and my buddy did one of those, and we were the only two people in it. And it was like through the New York sewers. And at the very end, the guy who runs the ride <laughs> has to jump out in an ape suit. And he was like so bummed that he had to do it for just like me and my buddy. <laughs> it was so half hearted. Everything is a gag here. Everything they do is a, is a gag. <laughs> He's got his money out in his hand. How about you, Lucky? Uh, lucky. <laughs> That's a great TV. <laughs> you ever see those like 2020 exposés or whatever, a TV magazine show expose on carnival games and how they're really difficult to win? No, like, like, oh yeah, this. So they'll be like, "Can you believe the darts are not sharp? So it's harder to pop the balloon." <laughs> of course, it was a simpler time. <laughs> God bless the Simpsons for putting in Hitler gags. Oh yeah, we watched Duffless last week. Hitler's head was giant. <laughs> 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 Pumpkin didn't like that gag. <laughs> the Texan. The rich Texan, oh yeah. Out of the way. Pervo. Hitler. Pretty safe, uh... <laughs> Pretty safe demographic to to scare right. there. They do love their high school football. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. Hitler didn't do anything to Bart. <laughs> That's Nelson's second appearance here, right? He. <laughs> <laughs> he was in the he's in the opening, the couch gag. Oh yeah, he was. <laughs> There's a talking camel that's just kind of glossed over. <laughs> yeah, I was telling Dabble Dab last week. One of I I had three dreams in life. I always wanted to work at a gas station, a McDonald's, <laughs> and a carnival. I've yet to achieve any of them. Oh, yeah, I know it's it's hard. It's real hard to get on with any of those. You got you got quite a resume. <laughs> when you set your sights that high, I mean, you're gonna have to. Work. Right. <laughs> I actually, when I was going to Mizzou, I attempted to. Or I did apply for a, a job at McDonald's. Remember the campus one? Oh yeah, I worked there, dude. Oh yeah, you did. How was it? That was the worst job ever. There's yeah, like, that's about what so if expecting. there's 15 people working, 14 of them are managers. I'm the only one who's not. Everybody's just telling me what to do. Tell it's uh, <laughs> 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 it's got the rats running around in the hot dog roller. Similar to McDonald's as well. 
<laughs> we missed. We were talking over it. They had that gag where the sun's coming up and the the fast food wrapper opens like a flower blooming. Right. That was amazing. Just take a big gulp here to see if it's real. <laughs> That's one of those gags that builds on the gag, you know? Mm-hmm. The original layers for bucket of barf, and then they say it's just to scare off thieves, and then he takes a he takes a drink, and then he's we found out he didn't he still didn't even know if it was barf, he was just testing. I feel like Rich Texan has got his hands on a lot of the pots around Springfield. For sure. This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of one of those I think not everybody knows necessarily what a geek show is so kind of until I didn't you know see it. It, yeah it's one of those like if you know you know well good news I have four chickens living in my house right now <laughs> excellent Even Spud has to go to the <laughs> set hard life. <laughs> He's biting it off the reverse way. <laughs> what are the good prizes? <laughs> Matador lamp. He just turns to Bart and starts talking to him instead. <laughs> I do remember like the Def Leppard mirror being at like the Six Flags Carnival Games. Oh, I do remember Surprise. that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mookie star. <laughs> I do love Bart's slang Man, from the 30s. Watching this episode, I realize how much of it has been incorporated into my like daily vernacular. I, if I had a nickel for every time I told somebody to get on the trolley. <laughs> <laughs> Agnes is such a ball busting bitch. Yes. <laughs> well, I'm going for the knife. <laughs> that was good. How weird. He's smart. (laughs) (laughs) 
I've often thought about like pulling this, like if you ever get pulled over, just play so dumb that the cop doesn't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> just say you understand. Yeah. <laughs> do you know why I pulled you over? I do know why you pulled me over. Thank you. <laughs> the the gag of Homer not understanding things that are like laid out plainly, like Mr. Thompson and this. And like yeah, a couple uh-huh. times he's tried, he's had to give a bribe and didn't didn't figure it out. Yeah, but with with Chief Wiggum too, where he's like. Oh, sure, Mr. Crazy Man. Let me just type that up on my imaginary <laughs> <Yeah>. typewriter. <laughs> and he's just like, Lisa, Daddy's filing a police report. <laughs> the carney code you know something noble about being a carney folk homer is dumb but he is loyal true i think the dumbest people are the most loyal typically I'm still hanging out with Peach here. You <laughs> to win all this stuff. They just think the real world operates like a carnival. I love this. <laughs> His hips came out too. His like feet are moving around like a bicycle. <laughs> Just like you, Peach Machine. Hopefully. Yeah. Get, get down to that Texaco and make it happen. <laughs> this... <laughs> Man, I was... <laughs> I was probably 16 when I saw this for the first time when it came out, and I I laughed harder at that than I had ever laughed in my life. He pulls a cigarette out of his butt. Was, yeah. I love that Bart says, hey, can you do that again? He says, ah, not for a little while. <laughs> Good one, Spud. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Spud's eyes, like, why? <laughs> I love the rat tail also. That really just sets the whole look off. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> it's implying that she called them filthy sleazebags. <laughs> We'll throw back to a previous episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 88 people died. <laughs> Bart waggling his ass never gets old. Just two hands slapping. <laughs> Last spot of the car. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> March is great. My buddy had a Volkswagen and it didn't have like floor a floor basically. So if you ride in the back, you just had to hold your legs up. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess if the if the battery went out, you could kind of power it like the Flintstones. You could have tried, yeah. <laughs> don't ever let anybody stay in your house because they can just board up your windows and change your change your keys and then you're screwed <laughs> legally <laughs> oh this is that same that's what I was thinking of earlier Mr. No Bribe. <laughs> Just missing it. The Simpsons have spent quite a bit of life in the in the treehouse. Yeah, yeah, they have. That one where Homer teaches the class and tells everybody about Marge's yeah. private business. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me, Spud. <laughs> <laughs> I like how he's swimming in Homer's like triple XL shirt. Yeah. You look like James Bond. <laughs> I like how they have no idea how the heating works inside a house. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even the fireplace, they're just burning oil barrel. <laughs> <laughs> this misdirection callback to the fire is so funny. <laughs> Those are by, by far my favorite jokes. I love that shot there. Marbles, one hula hoop. Like you, you could do this like a million times and never hit it. It'd be fun to try. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they laugh at <laughs> 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 suckers. <laughs> 
I use this line a lot in life. Beaten, beaten by the best. best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that he throws him down the furniture. <laughs> it's such an elaborate setup of like we're gonna play this one game for all of it, and then it's just ah, let's just run inside real quick. Run inside. Oh. Homer's such a dumbass. Yeah. Homer learns nothing. <laughs> right. Oh yeah, I got an ass groove on my couch going going strong upstairs. <laughs> Better put on a pot of coffee. Such an oh, odd man. choice of song. Fantastic. But it fits. Gosh. Groove me by King Floyd. Put for the ass groove. Well, that's going to do it here. That was Bart Carney. Uh, something odd I noticed that on the Wikipedia it says it's the twelfth or it's the thirteenth episode of the ninth season. Is that what you guys have on your Disney Plus? Yes, yes, thirteen. Yeah. Oh, and IMDb it says it's the twelfth. Whatever. We've had a couple of those. Anyway, Mike, you got you got pumpkin. She's gonna give us a little commentary on the. Yeah, well, she's just mad that the episode is over because it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great episode. That really was one of the best. Tell me your guys' thoughts. Uh, you know, it's nice to see Jim Varney was kind of an on the radar, but kind of under the radar star of uh, the late '80s and '90s. And uh, it's nice to see his talent for acting and for and his great voice being recognized by The Simpsons. So that's pretty awesome. And, and he, a huge role in that show, not just like a kind of a, a bit part or a one liner. Right. And I, I, the, yeah, I wouldn't, Go, I'm sorry, he's, I wouldn't say he was a star, but he was certainly well known to a certain niche of people. You know, people who liked the Ernest movies really like the earnest movies like we were talking about earlier yeah you know i like i don't know if my dad could pick him out of a lineup but yeah i mean he was certainly and he and for some reason the 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 earnest character kind of fits the mold of a carney so it worked <laughs> yeah yeah he does just uh just a little bit of that that country bumpkin in him right right dabs what'd you think you know this is one of those episodes where We've complained where there's episodes where it's just a bunch of stuff that happens. And this is sort of like on the cusp of that, but when it was still done really well. Like there's a story throughout, but there's also a bunch of just jokes thrown in that sometimes don't have anything to do with it, but they end up tying everything together. So I really like this episode. And like we said before, Jim Varney's awesome because he's the perfect guest. Because this episode wasn't about the guest, he just made the episode better with his performance. Absolutely, yeah, that's a, yeah. That's a great way to put it. And I looked up nobody, nobody significant played Spud, so I'm assuming it's just one of the voice characters. I was, I was kind of thinking maybe he was a, a famous person too, but he was not. So now is the point of the show where we give this motherfucker a letter grade. I didn't need to cuss right there. I'm a, I apologize. <laughs> 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 All right, Mike, yeah. you go first. Give it a letter grade. A plus. 
A plus. I thought you might go there. It do, it Pretty, doesn't get any better. It really doesn't. Doesn't doesn't get any better in in your top three. You said. Yeah, I give it top three. Yeah, you know, I I've lived with your brother uh, quite a few times in my life, and you you brought up the Springfield with a dollar sign, and what was the other one? Uh, and uh, the monorail. The monorail. Yeah, yeah. So I knew when you when you, I asked you your top two or three, I knew those would be in there because those are two that Matt and I have watched together <laughs> dozens of times. So, yeah, I kind of figured that. And this one as well. So, yeah. Um, <clears throat> Dabs, what's, what's your grade? Uh, I'm going to put this in the upper echelon, but not the very top. So I'm going to go A minus. A minus. OK, OK. I did hear you. I'm going to take marks off for there, Dab. Yeah. Um, here's, here's how I, I judge it is there's what 400 episodes, 450 episodes. I don't want to hand out like 150 A's. I feel like there should only be, you know, maybe 25 A's total. And although I put this probably in that top, um, 50 range of my all time favorites, I just, I can't hand out 50 A's. So it just has to be an A minus. There wasn't anything that I thought was like egregiously wrong. I think it's from front to back a hilarious episode. There's no weak part to it, but just like I said, I, I just can't give out all A's. <laughs> Fair enough. Dabble yes. dab grades grades them Somebody's a little bit more harshly. Right, right. Yeah. Um I'm going A, straight A. I, I although I, I I'm gonna probably put this way high on my list. Yeah. Um a plus, I like. I got a few A pluses, like um, uh, Last Exit to Springfield. I think was an A plus. Uh, Marge versus the Monorail, Lemon of Troy, Homer's Enemy, Bart on the Road. And it's not that I don't think that all of them can't be A pluses. I I just think that this one, um, yeah, is a. I don't know. Season nine, they were a little bit out of their out of their out of their sweet spot here. I really like it, but just missing a little something for me to give it that A plus. I don't know why. Maybe do you, is it maybe you know I mentioned earlier it doesn't really have like the the soda that almost like those season like four five six almost had like a, a lot of Mark Twain like kind of um, social commentary to them. You think that might be what it is because this one just doesn't. They just do away with the social commentary and just go for wackiness. Right. Yeah. I think this is this is a lot of gags, a lot of wackiness, not a, not a lot of heart, but I do like the full arc that comes around. Um, there's, and I, I kind of, I also like the, the point. I also like that there was no B story. It's, it's just, it's just the one story and they keep their focus on that. So I do think this is a very good episode. Just not going to give it an a plus. So, fair enough. so that's an average grade of a between the three of us. Correct. Correct. Which I think is fair. So Agreed. there you go. All right. Now, who was your most valuable player? in this episode mike um it gotta be jim varney it's gotta be cooter he's uh i mean he's i think what dad was saying earlier he's uh he he makes the episode that much better just by being him and like just through his performance if anybody consider if anybody else had performed in that role it would not have been as good there's only one guy who could have done that the way that jim varney did it dabs uh, Mike nailed it. It's Jim Varney. He, he's a one-of-a-kind voice actor. Um, he's a classically trained actor. He just got stuck playing these kind of weird characters. And so it's, it's Jim Varney. I'll, I'll never go against Jim Varney. Yeah, got to be, gotta be Cooter. Um, I mean, Homer, Homer's great, but 
yeah, yeah, Cooter carries the whole thing. So, oh, yeah. all right, best supporting right, character. Uh, I'll, I'll give supporting character. You know, I want to say Spud because he was a great supporting character, but uh, I, I really should go with. I really, I have to go with Homer for supporting character on this one. Uh, because it was the interplay between it was just his stupidity that kept the whole plot moving along. And then finally he came around in the end with one good idea that saved everything. And then yeah, he, he learned he was so dumb. To bring, tried to bring them back in the house. <laughs> Dabs, what do you think? I think Mike's right, but just to be a little different, I'm gonna go with Wiggum. Uh he's kind of the foil to Homer's stupidity in this episode. They didn't make Wiggum just an outright fool here you know he's trying to be sly getting the bribe and then at the end he's vindictive which gets the uh it, it, he kind of sets a lot of stuff in motion so i'm gonna go with wiggum i'm going bart because i really liked i really like like he's a natural carny like he gets the <laughs> he gets he gets the fact that he's trying to con rubes i love him talking in the 30s i love him suggesting the fire to burn the house down kill him that way <laughs> i love him shake shaking his ass on the glass bottom boat bart bart stole the show for me uh in the secondary character so that's what i'm going with here no wrong answers and now our our final segment here the list we're going to put this baby on our Simpsons ranking list. We've ranked 41 episodes so far. So, Mike, I know you don't have a list on the on the official list on the show, but, you know, if you had to pick a, a specific number, where are you going? I'll put this at three. Damn, that's high praise. Yeah. Very high praise. It's, I mean, to me, it's that good. And it was, it was also not, you know, like you said, they're kind of out of their sweet spot. After season six or seven or whatever, they there there was uh, there were more uh, the, the the earlier seasons was just all peaks, right? And then coming uh, coming into season nine, there were a few valleys, you know. But this one is is just a huge peak, so showing that they could still uh, still hang with the earlier seasons here. Um, uh, this is this is definitely uh, number three for me. Awesome, awesome. Uh, yep. Dabs, what do you think? I always love when we have a guest because their passion for the episodes they like comes through, and it almost like yes, makes me like it a little bit more. Um, that being said, it's probably it's going to just be outside the top ten for me. Um, and I don't have the total updated list. Peach, do you have it? I do. Can you read me starting? Let's start at like number eleven because I kind okay. of know about where it's going to go. Well, I assure you it'll go higher than 11 for you because 11 for you is when you dish upon a star. Keep going. 12 is Homer's enemy. 13 is King Size Homer. 14, Last Exit to Springfield. 15, Deep Space Homer. 16, Bart vs. Australia. 17, Bart Star. 18, Mountain Madness. Okay. I'm going to put it right after... Oh man, that's tough. I'm gonna put it right after uh or right before Bart versus Australia. All right, Bart versus Australia is sixteen. So we're gonna bump that down and now this is your new sixteen. Yes, and I'm a little surprised, but we've watched some of our favorite episodes. You know, we we started we were just running through our favorites. So while it's a strong episode, I'm gonna put it at sixteen. Okay. I mean the list is the list. God, you can't argue with that. <laughs> you got you got when you dish upon a star at eleven. All right, I like that episode. I I know I, you do. It's a little high in hindsight, but it is what it is. I can't change it now. 
Can't change it now. Yeah. So we we haven't watched any particular order of Simpsons. We just have picked random ones. But yeah, we did start with a lot of our favorites. All right. So for me, I'm looking Homer's enemy. You only move twice. Homer the. Okay. I like this is my new this is my new number ten. Nice. What is that yeah. sandwich between? Just so I have a. Reference. You only move twice is nine, and Homer the heretic is now eleven. Wow. Fair That's enough. A- yeah, those are both excellent, excellent episodes. This is definitely yeah. right up there with those. Yes. And it, like we like we always mention, these are very interchangeable. You know, on any given day, you could have changed your mind and bump one up or whatever. But yeah, I think I think our lists are getting to be a little more consistent than when we started out when we only had like seven episodes to rank. So anyway. Final thoughts, Mike. Final thoughts. Well, somebody need to somebody needed to uh, put this put the screws to the carnival industry, and that <laughs> those brave people were the people uh, at the Simpsons. So kudos to them for that. And uh, really, just um, it, it was nice for them. To, it was just. Uh, Nice to see an episode that didn't necessarily need social commentary, but just had a bunch of great gags. Yeah, somebody had to put, turn the screws of those fat cats in the top, in the big top. <laughs> <laughs> and just like all the, everything was a gag, like the the fantastic Dan, who knows what he was supposed to be? <laughs> who knows, was he a stuntman or was he a freak show guy? I don't know. But he lived, he lived in the whack-a-mole game. <laughs> and then he got, and then he got hit with a giant mallet by Nelson. Just everything in that episode, as the, as they walk around the carnival, everything is a gag and they just keep him coming. The guys, right. the cooter, cooter sits on a pig <laughs> instead of a couch or whatever. Right, Hitler's car. Yeah, there was so so many just things in the background. Yeah, that were great. Dab's final thoughts. Uh, I like what Mike said with Fantastic Dan. Sometimes the best joke is something that's flashed out just enough to make you say what, and like you have a a vague idea of what it could be. Like clearly he's some part of this, but it just makes you ask like, what is this? Who could it? What purpose is he serving? <laughs> Right. So uh, that's kind of it. What it was a great episode from front to back. And I want to thank Mike for being here, man. My yeah, pleasure. Mike. Thank you for having me. Yeah, we really appreciate you coming on the show. Before we let you go, why don't you give uh, everybody a plug and where they can see more from you? Oh, sure. Uh, I also do a ton of yoga and pro wrestling, so you can find me on Instagram and Twitter under my handle Yoga Salt. Y O G A S A U L T. Awesome, man. And we have, hey, that was a great match I saw on AEW Dynamite last week. So keep up the good work. Hey, thanks very much, man. I appreciate that. Having a good night. That was a dope yoga mat you had, also. (laughs) Thanks, dude. Yeah, my buddy uh, Alexander Bird tagged that up. Well, I think that's going to do it here for the Simpsons Watch Along podcast. We appreciate anybody for following us, listening, watching along with us. You can follow us at Simpsons Watch on Twitter or on Instagram. And Dabs, you got anything you want to plug your music? Nah. <laughs> he hates the, he hates the self promotion. Nah, who cares? All right. Well, with that, we're going to leave you with our final three words, as we always do. We're genuine Moogie stars. <laughs> good, good one, Spud. <laughs> Watch The Simpsons. <laughs>